Then the Imam al-Barbahari moves on to a further point and said, وَرِضَى بِقَضَاءِ اللَّهِ Point number 53, اللَّهِ And to be pleased and satisfied with the decree of Allah. Shaykh Farzan said, وَرِضَى بِقَضَاءِ Having Iman in Al-Qadha wal-Qadha. Having, having Iman, true faith in Allah's preordainment and pre-decree. This is a rukun, this is a pillar from the pillars of Iman, from the six pillars of Iman, which are, and tu'mina billahi wa malaikatihi wa kutubihi wa rusuli wa tu'mina bil qadri khayrihi wa sharrihi. The six pillars of Iman, as mentioned by Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, are that you have Iman, you have true faith in Allah and in His angels and in His books and in his messengers and likewise the mention of does not, not, doesn't occur here in the printed version in the last day and that you have true faith in Al-Qadr pre-decree the good of it and the bad of it in a footnote they mention this is reported by Muslim as hadith number 8 from a hadith of Umar ibn Khattab this is part of the famous hadith of Jibreel Jibreel Islam, he came to the Prophet وسلم, in the form of a man and asked him about Iman and Islam and Ihsan, the signs of the hour, the famous hadith. And this was the answer that the Prophet وسلم, gave when he was asked, What is Iman? What is true faith? And he replied that it is that you truly believe in Allah and in His angels and in His books and in His messengers and in the last day, and that you truly believe in pre decree, the good of it and the bad of it. Shaykh Fazan said, explaining the point here, belief in pre-decree. He said, and it is that you believe that Allah has preordained all things and pre-decreed them. He the perfect and most high. Always. And that he wrote them in the preserved tablet. Everything will occur. He decreed it will occur. And he wrote it down in the preserved tablet. And he created it. And brought it into existence. By his mashiach, by his wish. He, the perfect and most high. And having iman in pre-decree and preordainment covers four matters, four levels, the three four levels. And the Sheikh gives these four levels of pre-decree. These four things, these four levels, four matters, that it's essential that a person has truly believe in pre-decree, correctly believe in pre-decree. So I said it includes four levels, four matters. The first level is the level of al-ilm, the level of knowledge, which is that Allah knew by His eternal knowledge all things before they came into existence. And the second level is to have iman, to have true faith, that Allah wrote all things down in the preserved tablet before they existed. He, the Most High, said, "Ma asaba min musibatin fil ardi wa la fi anfusikum illa fi kitab min qabli an nabraha inna dalika ala Allahi yasir." 
Surah Al-Hadid, the 57th Surah, Ayah 22, with the explanation. No calamity befalls upon the earth, nor in yourselves, except that it was written in a book. Before we brought it about, indeed that is easy for Allah. So in the third level, just mentioned the first two levels, the level of Allah's knowing everything, knowledge, Allah's knowing everything. Second, Al-Kitabah, Allah's writing everything down, so it's going to occur. Thirdly, he said, the third level is Iman, to have Iman, to have true faith, that Allah willed and wished these newly occurring events, the level of Mashiach. Allah wished and willed whatever would occur, would occur. He said to have Iman, that Allah wished and willed these newly occurring events. Disbelief and true faith, obedience and disobedience, righteousness and wickedness, good and evil. All of that was willed, by, willed and wished by Allah. By His will relating to the creation, His irada al kuniya By His will that relates to creation. So nothing occurs within His sovereignty except that which He wills. However, He willed the good and he willed Iman and he willed evil for a purpose for a purpose he willed evil will come about as well for a purpose, for a hikmah, for a wise purpose as a trial and a test and why is it on the will that evil things, things which are evil with regard to respect to creation they should occur, he said for a wise purpose as a trial and as a test so Allah willed that which is good and he loves it and he's pleased with it and he willed that which is evil but he does not love it and he is not pleased with it however he willed it to occur for a wise purpose and in order to test and to try and if there were nothing except good then there would be no distinction for anybody and there would be no test and no trial. All of the people would be people of good then. And if there were nothing except evil, then there would, no, there would be no distinction for anyone in performing righteous deeds. Sheikh Fazan said, so this gives the result that Allah tries his servants to make clear the good from the foul and the believer from the disbeliever and it is a trial and a test which he, the perfect and most high, brings about for them and he did not create these things without purpose so that's the third level, that whatever occurs it occurs with the wish and will of Allah and the will it to occur the fourth level, the Sheikh said is Al-Khalq Wal-Ijad Creation and bringing into existence. And whatever happens, Allah is the one who created it and brought it into existence. He said, and everything that occurs, then Allah is its creator. And the actions of the servants, the actions of the people, are created by Allah. And they are actions done by the servant, 
They are created by Allah, the Majestic and Most High. Allah, the Majestic and Most High, says, Allahu khaliku kulli shay, wa huwa ala kulli shayin wakil. Surah Zumar, the 39th Surah, Ayah 62. With the explanation, Allah is the creator of everything. And He is the trustworthy disposer of all affairs. Shahrazan said, and he the perfect and most high says, وَهُوَ الْخَلَّاقُ الْعَلِيمُ Surah Yaseen, the 36th Torah, Ayah 81, with explanation. And he, Allah, is the all-knowing creator who creates repeatedly. Shahrazan quotes a further ayah and said, وَاللَّهُ خَلَقَكُمْ وَمَا تَعْمَلُونَ وَاللَّهُ خَلَقَكُمْ وَمَا تَعْمَلُونَ Surah Al-Fat, the 37th Surah, Ayah 96, with explanation. And Allah created you, and whatever deeds you do. Shaykh Fazan said, so they are things created by Allah, the majestic and most high, I meaning the people's deeds, the deeds that they do, from good or evil. Their deeds are things created by Allah, the mighty and majestic. And they are actions done by the servants and things earned by the servants by their own choice and will. It's not, they're not things that the servants are forced to do. No one can say that Allah created them, therefore the servants are forced to do them. No. Well, they're created by Allah, but the servant has a choice. They have free will. And by their choice and free will, they do those deeds and they earn those deeds. And the Sheikh said, so the believer, the true believer, he believes in these four levels Al-Ilm, Wal-Kitabah, Wal-Mashi'ah, Wal-Iradah, Al-Khalq, Wal-Ijad These four levels with regard to pre-decree The believer believes in them The level of knowledge and The level of writing And the level of wish and will And the level of creation and bringing into existence Then the Shaykh said And then the believer is pleased and satisfied with pre-decree and preordainment when calamities occur. So he does not become extremely annoyed. He does not become annoyed and does not become vexed. He stops himself. He withholds himself from annoyance. And he withholds his tongue from complaining to other than Allah. And he withholds his hand from striking the cheeks and tearing the openings of the garments. So this is being pleased and satisfied with the preordainment and pre-decree. That you know It is that you know. Being pleased and satisfied with pre-decree is that you know that whatever befalls you was never going to miss you. And whatever misses you was never going to happen to you. Just as the Prophet said, and Iman will not be completed except with this. In the footnote they mentioned with regard to this hadith that you know that whatever strikes you was never going to miss you. Whatever misses you was never going to come upon you. They mentioned in the footnote, this, is a, this hadith is reported, obviously being part of the hadith, part of the famous hadith. 
is reported by Imam Ahmad in the Musnad and Abu Dawood in the Sunan and Ibn Majah in the Sunan from Hadith al-Ubad ibn al-Samit and declared authentic by Ibn Hibban and by Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab in his book at tawheed As a side point, also declared Sahih, authentic by Shaykh al-Albani, likewise. And just briefly before finishing then, from the explanation of Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi, that's why Shaykh al-Fazan ends explanation of that point. As for the explanation of Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi, and he said, being pleased and satisfied with that which Allah has decreed should occur. This is a tremendous level. And what is meant by what is ordained should occur here? It is that it means that which a person has no action himself in bringing about. Such as sickness, illness and health being rich or being poor and death and all of the calamities that occur that will strike the person and that's what's meant here by having uh, being pleased and satisfied with that which Allah has decreed should occur like these things the person doesn't earn by himself they happen to him illness or good health death poverty richness so on calamities that occur Sheikh said so the people are divided into two categories with regard to them. Or it is to be said that the servant, the believer, the servant here, there are two states that he can have in this case. One of them is higher than the other. And the believer, when he's struck with a calamity, one of these calamities, will adopt one of two stances. One of them is higher than the other. The first of them is al-ridha, what's mentioned here, al-ridha, being pleased and satisfied with that. And it is the highest condition. The highest condition is that the calamity strikes, the person is satisfied with pleased and satisfied. Such that he is pleased with whatever Allah has decreed to occur. Allah the mighty and majestic. Whatever he has decreed for you. And whatever he provision he has given you a share of. And with whatever calamities he has ordained for you. So being pleased and satisfied with these decrees which strike the servant from, coming from Allah. This is, these are things which come purely from his decree. Neither the person himself nor anyone else can repel them. And being pleased with these decrees is a tremendous level. And it is an honorable state of the soul such that the servant is hoping for the reward that will come about as a result of that calamity after it strikes him. And he has patience, he is pleased with it, and he thinks only about the reward. He is pleased and satisfied with it, thinking of the reward for having patience upon it and being pleased with it. He said, such that if he were to be given a choice between receiving the reward for it or that calamity passing away, not occurring, then he would choose the reward instead. He has the first and the highest level. If he actually had a choice in the matter, you can have the calamity strike you, and get the, you can have the reward for being patient upon it and being pleased, or not have the calamity strike. Which would you choose? Then he would truly choose the first, 
He would choose that the calamity strikes him, he has patience, and he gets the reward. That's what he would want. That's the highest level, that's the level of al-ridha, being pleased and satisfied. Then the Shaykh mentions the second level of the believer. He said, so, and if he is not from the people of Ridha, those who are actually pleased with it, then at least let him be from the people of Sabah. People have patience with it. People have patience upon it. This is the second level. So he still has patience when that is decreed to happen to him. So he bears it, hoping for reward for it. He's not, he's not fully happy about fully happy like the first level. That was someone who is pleased and happy with it. He hopes for reward of that. Now the second level, but the least, the second level, he has patience upon it and hopes for reward for that patience. And in submission to the decree and the ordainment, so Allah the Mighty and Majestic said, وَالصَّابِرِينَ فِي الْبَأْسَاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ وَحِينَ الْبَأْسِ أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُونَ وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُتَّقُونَ so to Baqarah, the second surah, ayah 177. With the explanation, those people who have patience, those believers, who have patience upon extreme poverty and illnesses and upon, at the time of, at the time of fighting, they are the ones who are true and they are the, the ones who are dutiful to Allah, who are taqwa. Likewise, the Shaykh said, and there occurs in the hadith, if Allah loves a people, He puts them to trial. So whoever is pleased, then Allah's pleasure is for him. And whoever is angry, then there is anger for him. And Allah is the one who grants success. In the footnote, uh, they mention this hadith reported by Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah from a hadith of Anas and Imam Ahmad, also reported as a hadith of Mahmud ibn Labid slightly different wording. The Shaykh indicates that Shaykh Albani authenticates the hadith. And then Shaykh, uh, Shaykh Ahmad moves on to a final point here. He said, a point of note, it is not permissible to be pleased and satisfied with sins. And this is with regard to things that happen. The disasters that strike, calamities that strike a person. He said, it is not permissible to be pleased and happy with sins, nor to use pre-decree as an excuse for them. Rather, it is obligatory to strive to remove them and to stop them. And Allah the Most High says, "Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat bil nas ta'muruna bil ma'arufi wa tanhawna an al-munkar wa tu'minuna bil nas." Surah Al-Imran, third surah, ayah one ten onwards. The explanation that you are the best nation brought out from mankind. You truly believe. You are the best nation brought out from mankind. You command the good and you forbid the evil. And you truly believe in Allah. He said, and the Prophet said, Whoever amongst you sees an evil, let him change it with his hand. And if he is not able, then with his tongue. And if he is not able, then with his heart. For that is the weakest of iman. Hadith reported by Muslim. And the Shaykh gave an example. He said, and if, it's, if it can be taken, it can be imagined. That the disbelievers occupy a land from the lands of the Muslims. Is it permissible that we should just say, this is a matter pre-decreed, and then be silent? Leave it at that. And not strive to remove it, this evil. Until we free the Muslims in their lands, so that they are at peace from being overcome by the disbelievers. The answer is, it's not permissible for us to just be silent about that. 
nor that we should be pleased and happy with it, nor just have patience upon it. And Allah is the one who grants success.